0: This is the World in 10 from the Times of London on Sunday, the 23rd of October. I'm Jenny Barsby.
1: And I'm Sonal Patel.
0: UK politics hang in the balance as we wait to hear which two candidates will be pitted against each other to become the next prime minister. I can't really imagine uh, Boris Johnson coming back as prime minister at this point. He'd be continually fighting the past.
1: Russian airstrikes target Ukraine's energy grid, leaving over a million people without power.
2: Everybody in Ukraine has been affected by the strike. In reality, that means that you can expect uh, the electricity outage for as much as eight hours a day, almost every day.
0: By 2pm on Monday, the UK will know which two candidates will be in the running to take over from Britain's shortest-serving Prime Minister, Liz Truss. At this stage, it could be the man she succeeded, Boris Johnson, who was ousted by his own Conservative Party back in July. In another twist, Mr Johnson and his former Chancellor, Rishi Sunak, who lost out to Liz Truss just a few weeks ago, have been holding late-night talks, sparking rumours of some sort of deal. Lara Spirit is The Times' Red Box reporter. People were hoping that uh, upon flying back yesterday, Boris Johnson would be uh, prepared to in some way uh, kind of come to some agreement with Rishi Sunak. Now, whether or not they are able to do that remains to be seen. This morning, allies of Boris Johnson uh, saying that he would be prepared to offer Rishi Sunak a job. Now, when Rishi Sunak has 130 MP nominations and Boris Johnson is trailing behind on 54, so nearly three times less, really, I think it's realistic to ask what the incentive for Rishi Sunak to come to that agreement would be. Now, just a few short months ago, John Whittingdale, the Tory MP for Malden, had called for Boris Johnson to step down. He's now backing him for a second term. He told Times Radio why.
2: Boris Johnson is the person who has the electoral mandate. He won the biggest majority uh, that the Conservatives have had for a generation at the last election. And a very large number of my constituents have spent the last 48 hours telling me that they would like him to come back.
0: When asked whether he thought it would be a good idea for Johnson and Sunak to work together, Tory MP Kevin Hollenrake, who's backing the former Chancellor gave this response. We want unity as a party. I think the country needs unity. We need uh, stability. And I think the more the Conservative Party in government is united, the better it is for the country. I think we've had enough enough division. And that's why I'm backing Rishi Sunak. At the time of recording, Penny Mordant is the only candidate to officially declare she's running. But she is lagging behind on Tory MP's public support. Marcus Fish is the Tory MP for Yeovil and is backing her campaign. Penny's a great person. She will put a team together from across the party. Um, she, she has the right instincts on, on tax and on economic growth and fiscal responsibility. And she's the one who can move us on from this perpetual psychodrama. The leadership hopefuls have until 2pm on Monday to get enough support to run and qualify for the next stage of the race.
1: The latest on Ukraine now, where Russian missiles have pounded critical infrastructure across the country, causing blackouts in several regions. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says Russia has launched strikes on a very wide
2: scale.
1: He pledged that his military would improve on an already good record of downing missiles, with help from its partners. Russia has carried out a series of devastating attacks on Ukraine's power grid over the last two weeks. Sergei Petkov is a former Deputy Minister of Justice for Ukraine. He told Times Radio people there are prepared.
2: People have been ready for it and sharing the advice of how to deal with the situation. For example, I've seen repeatedly the photos of people leaving this uh, kind of a emergency kit supply in the elevators in, in their buildings just in case someone gets stuck there.
1: Moscow has acknowledged targeting energy infrastructure but denies targeting civilians. Sergei says the Russian president, Vladimir Putin, is buying
2: time. He cannot win on the ground right now. He hopes to win some time before the people he mobilised in Russia will be fully sent to the front lines. The only thing that he can do in the meanwhile is to slow the advance of the Ukrainian army and try to demoralise the population by this sort of attack.
1: At the same time, Russian occupation authorities in the Ukrainian city of Kherson urged civilians to leave immediately, citing what they called a tense military situation. On the way, Taylor Swift breaks records and zombies take over Mexico City.
0: History has been made in China after it was confirmed President Xi Jinping will remain in power for a record third term.
2: China is embarking on a long journey, one filled with glories and dreams. The roadmap has been drawn and the bugle has been sounded. We must forge ahead with enterprise and fortitude and endeavor to create an even better future for our country.
0: Having ruled China for a decade already, he'll now stay on for at least another five years. And after changing the rules that limit a president's time in office, could stay in the job for life. As Primrose Reardon, the FT's South China correspondent, told Times Radio, Xi Jinping is also strengthening the team around him. The other thing that happened, of course, is that he selected the leadership groups that operate under him, so China's top politicians. And again, he was able to consolidate his power even more than we expected. Uh, And he's named a lot more loyalists to his top groups, um, including the Politburo Standing Committee. The announcement came on the closing day of the week-long 20th Party Congress of the Communist Party of China, which takes place every five years. His official confirmation as president, though, will happen in March.
1: You're listening to The World in 10 from the Times of London. Analysis and insight into global events, all in just 10 minutes. The driving force behind one of the world's best-known energy drinks and Formula One teams, Dietrich Mateschitz, has died. He was 78. He's the man behind Red Bull. His story is one of those of chance discovery that turned into a marketing dream. The Austrian was a salesman when he discovered Krateng Dang while travelling in Thailand. Joining forces with the man behind it, the Thai tipple was rebranded in 1984 and turned into Red Bull, a name synonymous with energy drinks. And it was clever marketing which amassed his estimated $25 billion fortune. The brand's association with extreme sports like surfing, cliff diving and mountain biking gained momentum with sponsorship, building its reputation within the youth market. His involvement in Formula One began with the Swiss-based Sauber team. Three years later, Red Bull bought the failing Jaguar team from owner Ford and renamed it, employing ex-Formula 2 driver Christian Horner as team principal. And with tributes to Dieter Matterschitz from the world of motor racing and the latest on the US Grand Prix, is John Jackson. Ferrari driver Carlos Sainz will start today's U.S. Grand Prix on pole position after a qualifying session tinged with sadness on Saturday evening. His teammate Charles Leclerc was second fastest but will drop 10 places on the grid due to a penalty for a new engine and that adjustment means world champion Max Verstappen will start alongside Sainz on the front row for Red Bull with Mercedes driver Lewis Hamilton third. Shortly before qualifying started, it was announced that Red Bull's Austrian founder Dietrich Mateschitz had passed away aged 78. Red Bull Racing team principal Christian Horner paid tribute, saying so many drivers, so many team members and so many people in the pit lane owe him so much. Red Bull could clinch their fifth Constructors' Championship at the race, which takes place at the Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas.
0: Taylor Swift has thanked her fans for doing something mind-blowing as her new LP broke the Spotify record for the most streamed album in one day. The pop megastar's latest offering, Midnights, was released on Friday and less than 24 hours later it was announced online that the album had amassed the most streams in a single day in the platform's history. Swift has described the record as the story of 13 sleepless nights scattered throughout my life and a journey through terrors and sweet dreams. It sees her turn away from the more intimate indie songwriting of her last two albums folklore and evermore in favor of electronica synth pop and sometimes even hip-hop influence beats
1: and finally in mexico into a zombie takeover delayed for two years by the pandemic hordes of blood-drenched zombies dressed as nurses and aztec warriors took over the main streets of mexico city for the annual zombie walk
0: This was the event's 15th year after having a digital version in 2020 and being cancelled in 2021 because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The zombie walk began in Sacramento in California. Since then, the event spread to major cities around the world, including New York and Frankfurt.
1: Apparently, the zombies just infect their victims with values such as tolerance and integration. Not the usual Walking Dead routine then.
0: And that's your World in 10 from the Times of London on Sunday, the 23rd of October.
1: This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.